0: For those of you who've been listening to the show for a long time, you probably already know what this is all about. It's uh, Saturday. For those of you who are brand new, on Saturday I switch things up and instead of just talking about Nintendo, I talk about the video game industry as a whole. Um, Usually this is by way of me tweeting out a question about the video game industry, including Nintendo sometimes, and getting all of your responses back, and then I put them all together in the show notes, and I sit down on Saturdays, and I talk about the, uh, the the gaming industry as a whole. So this week on Saturday, what am I going to talk about? Well, we talked about the PS5 reveal, the eShop sale, and what games that you absolutely have to buy, and as, as well as that, we also talk a little bit about Paper Mario uh, at the end of the show. Now, This is the Saturday episode. Well, what about the rest of the week? Well, that's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you want to watch those episodes live, and that means that you get to see all of the times that I make mistakes and screw things up, join us uh, live over at my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of the show is made possible by patrons like you. You can get all of my content without any ads in it for as little as a dollar a month by joining the Patreon, which you can find over at runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Again, that URL is runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Let's review the numbers. Sega Genesis is 16 bits. 3DO is 32 bits. The Atari Jaguar is 64 bits. Which is more advanced? Clifford! So the first thing that I want to talk about this week is the reveal of the PlayStation 5, um, Sony told us a couple of things. They showed us a couple games. They showed us what the box looks like. They did not tell us the release date, and they did not tell us the price. Now, you can talk about all of the other stuff about a console all you want, but until you tell me how much I'm going to have to pay for this thing, I'm really not going to get excited about it. And... There was a leak earlier this week that showed, and it could just be a retailer making up nonsense because they don't know what the price is. But there was a leak for Amazon UK where they showed that the PS5 was going to retail at, wait for it, 600 pounds. And when I say pounds, you're like, well, what is that in real money? And for everybody who is not, who, who uses pounds as their real money, I would make the joke the other way just as much. So feel free to send me a very, very angry face on Twitter. I have my DMs open. Just scowl at your phone and take a picture and then send it to me as a DM on Twitter. And uh, I will enjoy that and i will know that i have done you wrong. but uh, what is that in real money or in american dollars? that would be around 750 american dollars for a playstation 5. 750 750 Are you kidding me? There's if this is the if that's the real price then I am just nope, not even not even a little interested in spending that much money. That's insanity, Sony. Now they haven't actually said what the price is, but that price is way, way, way too f-ing high, way too high. There's no reason why the why the the PlayStation 5 should be that price. That's insanity. All right. Let's move on from the price. So, what did they show us? They showed us some games, they showed us some gameplay, and they showed us what the system looks like. Let's talk about first what the system looks like. I hate the way that the system looks. Uh, they've got like this two tone black and white thing going on with some red buttons. On it, or no, that's not red buttons. I'm sorry, that's a, just a picture that I was looking at that was highlighting the different sizes between them, and I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, it's 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 two toned black and white, um, and it's really big, according to this picture from Spawn Wave, where they took the disk drives of all of the other like consoles from the PS3 uh to the Xbox One X. They took the disk drive size and the USB drive size and they normalized them between all of the different pictures so that you could get an idea at how big the PS5 is. It is bigger than a PS3, which was huge. It's bigger than Xbox One X. It is bigger than an Xbox Series X. It is a massive juggernaut monolith of a monstrosity to sit underneath your (laughs) <laughs> your uh your tv or in your entertainment stand and i know that i'm describing this th- this thing and if you want to check out the show notes head to runjumpstomp.com um so that you can see what this thing looks like or just google ps5 i'm sure that you'll find it it's it's just absolutely massive and it's also not it's not uh like flat now maybe It is flat, and maybe what I'm seeing just makes it look not flat. But when I look at it, it feels like it's got a a bunch of really cool looking curves. And I'll admit, it looks cool, but I don't want it underneath my TV. And first off, what if you're somebody who doesn't have your TV like suspended in the air? I mean, like I have my TV on a Vesa mount mounted to the wall. What if you're somebody who just has your TV sitting on the stand? You set this thing down in front of it, and it's so huge, it's going to, like, it's going to block some of your screen. So you might say, well, "All right, well, let's set it on its side." Its sides don't look flat, and that means you can't stack things. Um, it it's all slopy and curvy, and that's fine. But I just think it's bad design for a thing that goes underneath your, uh, it goes underneath your TV. Uh, it, I, it, Sony has run into this problem over and over again. You look at the PS3; it had that weird—I can't remember if it's convex or concave, but whichever one is the one where it bows out—it uh, has that weird shape to it, which made it not flat, which is bad. You look at the PS4 Pro, which I have. Which looks like an eraser, like you know the are the, the those weird um, rhombohedral erasers that that have like a a weird angle to them, and that thing drives me crazy. If if there is ever a time when I need to unhook my PS4 Pro and hook something else up to that USB or not USB HDMI and then hook it back up to the PS4, I can't get. The HDMI to plug into that without seeing what I'm doing in the back because of that ridiculous weird angled lip to it. It drives me crazy. And Sony is up to their old shenanigans again by making a yet another console that doesn't have just make a damn rectangle. People, I mean, listen, old man on the Internet asks for a damn rectangle. Just give me a rectangle because that goes, you, you can stack things. And maybe they made it not a rectangle because they don't want you stacking things on top of it because maybe that interferes with the cooling system or something. I don't know. But just make a damn rectangle. Everybody looked at the Xbox Series X when that was announced and they said, Well, that thing looks ridiculous. It looks like a mini fridge. Well, now everybody's looking at the PS5, which is taller than the Xbox Series X. And they're saying it looks like a Wi-Fi router. It's just, I don't know. It it looks cool. I think it's a cool design, but it's not utilitarian. And I'm very much a utilitarian guy. I don't like the design. The games. Let's talk about the games that they uh, showed off. The games looked pretty good. Um, I'm not sure if those games could run on a PS4 or not. Like, I feel like we're getting to an era of diminished returns where no matter how much power you throw at a game now, the differences that it's going to cause are going to be so small that it's really, really hard for us to tell the difference. Now, you know, that's why... When people compare the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 just based on the teraflops that they can do, and you can say the same thing about Google Stadia, the teraflops don't really matter. I mean, yes, they do matter, and we had a long discussion about this in our community Discord, which you can find over at runjumpstomp.com. We had a long discussion about how important are teraflops this week. And in my opinion, teraflops are not nearly as important to, look, you can't just throw more compute power at the problem in order to innovate anymore. It's not like it was back when you went from the the 8-bit era to the 16-bit era or the 16-bit era to the polygonal era that that those were huge generational leaps, and now the general generational leaps are taking a lot longer to really see the advantages. And that's okay. Unfortunately, too many people still focus on the raw numbers behind video games. And I don't think that the raw numbers are nearly as important as the other things that make new gameplay things possible like sony went on and on about the ssd and i kind of made fun of them for going on and on about the ssd but when i saw that ratchet and clank footage i was impressed like there was the the theme behind the new ratchet and clank game is that you've got these portals that you can go through and as you go through these portals um the world changes around you and i i believe on a a current gen system that would necessitate like a loading screen to load in all of the new assets from one world to the next, but they were showing it happening in real time. I'm not an engineer. I don't know if they could do that on current gen systems, but that's what I think that Sony was trying to get across with that Ratchet and Clank uh, demo. Uh, let, let's talk real quick and then I'm going to get to everything that you guys had to say about it and then we'll move on to Nintendo. Um, real quick, Sony showed gameplay and Microsoft has yet to show real gameplay. I, they showed little tiny snippets, but I feel like we got to see extended gameplay uh, series um, uh, examples of the PlayStation 5 and we have yet to see that on the xbox series x now there were not everything was gameplay but most i wouldn't even say most of it was but there was lots of gameplay shown and for that i applaud sony and if i were to put the the unveilings of the xbox series x and the ps5 on a scale i would put the 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 ps5 higher because they showed more gameplay Does that mean I'm going to buy it? I have no idea if I'm going to buy it. That thing, they haven't told us the price yet. Uh, Anyway, let's move on to what you guys thought about it. I tweeted this out earlier this week. I said, what do you think of the PS5 reveal? Reply with your reasons for Saturday's episode. I gave four options. Bad, okay, good, great. 38% of people who responded said great. Um, Okay and good were tied at 27.9 and only 6% of people said that they thought that the uh, the unveiling was bad. Now, before I get to everybody's replies, I do want to say that uh, Spawnwave tweeted out a comparison shot showing how big um, the PS5 is compared to everything else. Check out the show notes so that you can see how it stacks up. It is much bigger than everything else. I think I already talked about that in this episode. I'm not sure. Moving on. Uh, Mr. David UK said that the games looked pretty good, but no real major innovation, just an upgrade to what the PS4 already is. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just was expecting something more with the tagline of the future of gaming. Um, Shen says, good, four out of five. Almost every game piqued my interest. My favorites playing, I'm sorry, my favorites being Spider-Man Miles Morales, which there was a whole bunch of confusion about whether or not that was a new game or not. It is a new game. However, it is much smaller in scope when compared to Spider-Man on the PS4. Um, Horizon Forbidden West, which is the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Project a- Athia and Stray. Stray jumped out at me as well. That's the one where it looks like you play as a cat with a backpack. And I don't mean like uh, an anthrop- anthropomorphized cat. Uh, I mean like an actual like house cat walking around. It wears a backpack Very, very interesting world building going on there. Um, Anyway, Shen goes on to say, however, I'm not a fan of the console design. I prefer electronics near my TV to blend in with regards to color, black, and shape. And that's, you know, I complained a bunch about that at the beginning. I completely agree with what Shen is saying here. Art by Committee says, there were some great reveals. I like the design of the diskless machine. Yes, that's right. I forgot. There were two... Uh, versions of the PS5. There's one that is a disc version and then one that is a digital version. Uh, he he also said, I wanted to see more about the tech, but if Ratchet & Clank was showing the near instantaneous loading of worlds and levels in real time, that would be incredible. Uh, Eric said, I loved it. I give the event a 10 out of 10. I was sold the moment they revealed the new Ratchet & Clank game. By the way, I'm going to interrupt Eric for a second here. I have to say, I have never played a Ratchet and Clank game. And I know there's going to be people who are like angrily typing uh, tweets at me right now. Um, bring it. That's fine. I, I can't play everything. But anyway, that looked really cool. Like it looked fun. Uh, and it seems like it's a third person shooter. I had never played one, I'd never had any interest in one. And now I'm very interested in this Ratchet and Clank game. Anyway. Uh, He also says, I'm excited for Kenna Bridge of Spirits. I'm just not sure if I should get the disc or the digital one, and I'm waiting for the all-black one with the all-black controller. As far as the disc versus digital, there's going to be people who say go disc because the digital games are going to be huge, especially when you're loading in like 8K textures or something, or 4K textures, Um you have to install the games from disc anyway on PS4. I assume that we'll have to do the same thing on PS5. I think digital is the way to go for me. But, you know, you can obviously tell me why I'm wrong uh, at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. Uh, let's see. Blaziken said, I'll be honest. It felt like a Nindy's direct to me. I was not impressed with the games except for the, uh, except the couple of AAA. I love the console look, though. Um, so there's uh, somebody who disagrees with m- most people. Well, with me, I don't, I won't say most people. They really like the way that the console looks. Anyway, if you have other thoughts that you want to share at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. You get a low score for this game. If you would prefer to get this show without any ads in it, then you should consider supporting the show by heading on over to RunJumpStomp.com slash thank you and joining the patreon there's over almost sorry let's say that again there's almost 70 patrons over there big thank you to each and any every one of you who uh, recognize that making content like this is difficult and time consuming and you guys are amazing so thank you for supporting me making content that you like Currently, there are a lot of games on sale on the Nintendo Switch eShop, and I tweeted out that uh, I'm curious what everybody thought were the games that you have to pick up on the eShop. I said there are tons of games on sale. Uh, What is the one game that you feel everyone needs to pick up and why? And of course, if you want to reply to this tweet, uh, I'm sure that it will help other people even if it doesn't get on the show, Uh, but I got a bunch of replies already. Um, let's start with, uh, talking about what everybody thought. Uh, I said Firewatch, if you haven't played Firewatch yet, play it. It's awesome. I talked about it on the last episode, so make sure that you check that out. If, uh, you are interested, really, really good game. Uh, awesome story, very short and only six bucks. All right, let's see what everybody says. Dwemer, uh, replied, they said, Dragon's Dogma because it's an underrated RPG, And then they asked, have you bought any sale games, Bill? Uh, I have not bought any games on sale right now. I've just been way too swamped with, I've got so many games to play. I've got, Google Stadia gave me six games to play this month as part of my pro subscription. I haven't been playing Animal Crossing. I've been considering picking up Xenoblade Chronicles And I also have Xbox Game Pass just gave out um, uh, No Man's Sky, which is a game that I've never played and I've been pretty intrigued about. So I have that on my PC. Uh, So I have not picked up any of the games that are on sale on Nintendo Switch yet. Um, But I'm curious what everybody else has picked up on sale. Uh, But Dragon's Dogma. That is not a game that I have played. I've heard really, really good things about that. If I remember correctly, that is a third-person action game. If 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 memory serves, it's a third-person action game where you have to, um, uh, you know, it's like uh, you've got like bows and arrows and swords and shields and stuff like that, and you've got to fight like monsters. If I remember correctly, I've heard very, very good things about that, and that is currently on sale. So thank you for letting us know about that, uh, Dwemer. Uh, Dexter says that Firewatch is a fun one. Uh, Matthew DeGray, I apologize if I've uh, pronounced your name wrong, he says uh, SteamWorld Dig. Um, Now, personally, I prefer SteamWorld Dig 2 to SteamWorld Dig, but they're both really good games, and I would recommend that you pick up both. Uh, Steam World Dig is very very good. Steamworld Dig 2 takes everything about Steamworld Dig and improves upon it uh, tenfold. it's it's a, a it's 100 percent a better game than Steam World Dig one, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't play Steam World Dig one, especially I wouldn't say that the story necessarily, is super important going from the first one to the second one. Like they do a good job explaining what what's going on Uh, in the first one. You play as one character. And then in the second one, you play as another character looking for the character from the first game. If that makes sense. Uh, It's a wonderful Metroidvania. And if you are a huge fan of Metroidvania games, then you are missing out if you have not picked up Steam World uh, SteamWorld Dig. It's a wonderful, wonderful game. Uh, De Flem, uh, Dennis Fleming says Gris is so wonderful, such a relaxing re- relaxing game. I love it. I have not played Gris, and I don't know how to pronounce it. It's G R I S. Basically, what I know about that game is that every, the world is in black and white, and as you play, the the game it becomes color and i've heard nothing but wonderful things about it um let's see blaziken says golf story such a great game you play golf and level up and what more do you want hours of play time out of that one i will say that it's golf story is not really a golf game it's it's an rpg where you are trying to save a golf course and you also kind of play golf when you play it's a weird weird game there is a sequel coming i believe this year called sports story and i i will i, I feel like i'm doing it an injustice it's a really really fun game golf story is awesome and you should definitely pick it up But it's not a golf game. And I just want to make sure that everybody understands that. Uh, Cheap Card Gamer uh, says, Sega Genesis Classics for $12 is a steal. Lots of good games on there. I don't have that on my Nintendo Switch. I did receive a review copy for my PS4 of Sega Genesis Classics. And that does have lots of really good games on there. So I I would agree with what Cheap Card Gamer is saying here. Uh, having it port, like I, I'm, I'm seriously considering picking it up just because then I would have these games portable instead of just having them on my PlayStation. Um, that would mean I could play them on any device or not any device, but any TV in my house because I have a, a Nintendo switch dock on any, any TV. That's very, very compelling. I didn't re- even realize it was on sale. And 12 bucks is a really good deal. There's a lot of really good games on there, like Streets of Rage. I love Streets of Rage. And I think Landstalkers might be on there as well. I'm not positive, though. Anyway, moving on. Uh, David Durango says, Enter the Gungeon. Um, I, did ha- I do have Enter the Gungeon on Nintendo Switch. It's really, really fun. It is a top-down twin-stick shooter where you play... As you have to fight guns, basically, with guns, and the the everything is randomized. It's kind of a roguelike, very, very cool game. I'm I'm a huge fan of Enter the Gungeon. Um, it's really hard though. Just keep that in mind. It's a very, very difficult game. Uh, Andrew Pitts says and the Blind Forest is amazing. I agree. That is a wonderful game. Another really good Metroidvania. Uh, Crunchy 210 says, pick up Slay the Spire. I have Slay the Spire, I believe, on um, Xbox Game Pass. And that that is a roguelike game where you are climbing up this tower uh, and you use cards to fight. Very, very interesting game. But every time you play, it's different, which I really like that. Uh, let's see. Xander Brothel says... I picked up Divinity 2, it has cross-save with PC, and that's the first time I've seen it on sale on Switch, I haven't started playing, but I've heard great things, I have Divinity 2 on Steam, and that game is really, really good, if you like old school uh, Dungeons, and Dungeons and Dragons style RPGs, it's made by Larian Studios, the same company that may that is making Baldur's Gate 3, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, let's see. Been waiting. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Um, B-Ski says just started Firewatch. It's so beautiful. Also, the fact that Henry is voiced by Rich Summer. And then they said Chef Kiss. And then Coda uh, or Daniel Illiden, Illinsden uh, says Jotun. Uh, so pick up Jotun. So those are some recommendations from the community about what games you should pick up that are on sale right now on the Nintendo Switch eShop. I'm going to echo... Uh, a bunch of those, but I'm still going to say uh, Firewatch is amazing, and you need to play it right now if you haven't played it already. People in the industry say Nintendo simply has the best games all right, I'm going to finish up the show with a quick poll that I asked. I said Nintendo just released another video showing some more gameplay of Paper Mario and the or or the or Paper Mario, the origami King. Uh, it really shows off what the combat will be like. I went into a deep dive on this uh, last episode, so go back and check out episode 540. And I asked, "Now that you've had a chance to understand the combat better, are you more or less hyped for this game?" Fifty-two. This is actually really evenly split. Fifty-two percent said that they are more hyped, and forty-seven percent said that they are less hyped. Uh, My very good friend Craig at at Atomic Bravd says that they are less hyped, but still hyped. The twisting and sliding under a timer, no less, puzzle for every combat does not look fun for me. The rest, however, looks amazing. Uh, What else did we, I think we had another answer for this. Oh yeah, Eric. Eric replied, they said, I'm not really a big fan of Paper Mario as a series. But if they made Paper Zelda, I'd be all down for that. Um, let me ask a question, Eric, and I'll ask the same question to everybody else. What if they made a Paper Zelda game, but it was exactly like this just with Zelda characters? Would you still be uh, excited uh, for it, or does it really? are you just looking for it because you prefer Zelda to Mario? Uh, so I'm just curious what that is. If you reply, I probably won't talk about it on the show, but I'm very curious what uh, what what you and others think. The last thing that I'm going to talk about today is we got a question sent in from Webhead. They said, a quick question. Can you use any HDMI cable for the Nintendo Switch? I occasionally play in the bedroom, but two docks are in the other rooms ca- uh, because the dock tends to block the TV sensor a remote since the TV is only sitting on a chest. Uh, all right, so the reason why Webhead is probably asking this is because it's highly recommended that we don't use third-party chargers for the Nintendo Switch. Why don't we use them? Because Nintendo kind of didn't follow the standard when it came to USB-C, and because of that, some some chargers can ruin your Nintendo Switch. And so Webhead seems like they may be a little concerned that using a non-Nintendo HDMI cable could cause a problem. Now, I am not an engineer. I'm not an electrical engineer. I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. But I have been using non-Nintendo HDMI cables on my Nintendo Switch for ages. So I don't think that that's a problem. Don't sue me. (laughs) if your Nintendo Switch gets bricked for some reason for using non-standard or non hd or non-Nintendo HDMI cables. But I think that you'll be just fine. Sonic 2 handles stubborn stains. Embarrassing bald spots, no problem. The only reason that there is a Patreon for the show is because people asked me to do it. I never would have imagined that people would support me making content like this. Uh, but at the end of every show, what I do is I, I what I'm starting to do now is thanking uh, the producers of the show. If you are at the $10 tier or higher, uh, you are a producer of the show, and I want to thank those people. I of course thank all of our patrons, but the people who are at the higher tier. I can thank those people because there's not as many of them. Uh, So Abigail13, thank you very much. She was one of my very first patrons uh, all the way back, I believe, in 2017 when uh, the people in my Discord community convinced me to make a Patreon so that they could support me doing this show. So thank you very much to our producers. Uh, You guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Become a part of the community over at uh, runjumpstomp.com uh you can also find links there to our discord you can find links to our twitch channel you can uh find my twitter there as well uh this show is part of the giant size team up network if you want to know more information about that check us out over at gstu.net and then finally uh if you are looking for other shows uh, head over to runjumpstomp.com shows so that you can find out more about the other shows that I do as well. The music that you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Make sure you check out their stuff. I'm out of here. See you next time. Are you still here? Thank you, you're awesome.